Welcome to another episode of Voice of Wealth podcast. I'm Danilo from the CIA team. And today we welcome Prashan Bayani, CIO of BNP Paribas Wealth Management Asia. In September, your strategy team published three investment themes for investors to focus on over the coming months. So let's focus on the third theme today. Like 2020, 2021 continues to be a very challenging year due to COVID-19. In terms of the financial markets, Many investors have actually gained substantially from our cyclical outperformance call since the end of last year. Global markets have experienced a strong recovery given the unprecedented monetary as well as coordinated fiscal stimulus worldwide. So given that this has largely played out in the financial markets, which area should we look to for subsequent opportunities for the rest of 2021 and beyond? Yes, Daniel, that's right. For context, we were long the reflation theme to start the year and took some profits off the table at the end of May. We subsequently upgraded some more defensive growth sectors such as healthcare to round out our sector exposure. After the recent correction in some cyclical shares, they are starting to look attractive as growth peaks short term. However, you need to be specific which sectors and companies to focus on in the next leg of the cycle. Importantly, We don't think in terms of CapEx, this is a replay of the situation post the great financial crisis. That recovery was long, dominated by a period of deleveraging of corporate and consumer balance sheets, exacerbated by inadequate policy response, which was withdrawn too early. In contrast, now the recovery is much faster than post the great financial crisis. We've had the mother of all policy responses, both monetary and physical, coordinated globally. In addition, central bank balance sheets have expanded dramatically. The Federal Reserve and ECB are pledging symmetric inflation targets, suggesting that rates will be raised later rather than earlier in this cycle. We also expect global GDP to exceed pre-pandemic levels by mid-2021. The speed of the global recovery has given CEOs great confidence in the longer-term outlook. This is critical for longer-term CapEx investments. With above-trend growth forecasts for 2022, corporate CapEx should result in quicker paybacks in terms of profits for corporates. Portfolio managers are also encouraging companies to reinvest for growth rather than returning profits in dividends and share buybacks, making up for years of underinvestment from 2009 to 2015. CapEx remained below trend. The world was focused on deleveraging, which led to an uneven recovery. Then when CapEx finally began to recover in 2018-2019, the China-US trade war and global pandemic dented confidence. Thanks for the answer, Prashant. This CapEx boom that you just mentioned, are we already in the middle of it? What are some of the evidence for this CAPEX boom you just talked about? And how will this affect the markets? Daniel, we think the CAPEX boom is the real deal. And we think it's far from over right now. If you look at current data, such as purchasing manager surveys, they continue to indicate low inventory levels across the industry supply chains, while order backlogs are climbing on the back of strong end demand. We also expect technology-related CapEx spend to remain robust, driven by the demands of remote working and companies' desires to digitize and automate processes in order to boost productivity. According to a recent survey, roughly 60% of companies under coverage have increased their spending as a share of total investment, with two-thirds having plans for further increases over the next six months. 
This should lead to a longer CapEx cycle. We think, in short, CapEx will not falter, unlike post the great financial crisis. In addition, we've never seen this level of coordinated fiscal and monetary stimulus. Corporates are confident when consumer demand is robust. We exited this crisis with record levels of savings, stock market prices, and house prices. Animal spirits are finally returning and shareholders are encouraging CapEx rather than share buyback dividends. A number of sectors were underinvested in the previous cycle. The surge in demand with reopenings leading to bottlenecks illustrated by the low levels of inventories and stretched supply chains. The early movers will capture market shares. And two catalysts are the European Recovery Plan and the Biden Infrastructure Plan. You mentioned the European Recovery Plan as well as Biden's Infrastructure Plan. How should CAPEX benefit from these plans respectively? Are there any ESG impacts from these plans? Yes, I mean, that's a major component of the plans. Both the European Recovery Plan and Biden Infrastructure Plan will boost CapEx recovery because they're multi-year infrastructure programs. The Eurozone 750 billion euro recovery plan has a heavy emphasis on green transition infrastructure, digital transformation and health. In particular, the EU's green recovery plan will drive growth for businesses that are enabling the transition to a sustainable economy. This will expand investment opportunities across all three pathways to a low carbon future, renewable energy, electrification, and energy efficiency. The Biden program of green initiatives includes 500,000 EV charging points and electrification of school and transit buses. There will also be large investments in traditional road, rail, bridges, and power infrastructure, as well as cyber and digital infrastructure, including broadband access in rural areas. This traditional and digital infrastructure is the right way we believe at looking infrastructure going forward. In addition, we do expect the infrastructure bill to be passed in the coming months, providing another catalyst. So one last question from me. You talked about traditional and digital infrastructure. So what is the main difference between the two and how should we go about investing in the theme? Yes, we need to look at both sides of that coin. Let's first start with traditional infrastructure. Firstly, we can focus on industrial equipment and automation as people substitute capital for labor to increase productivity. Secondly, traditional infrastructure. Biden's proposed $2 trillion infrastructure plan revitalizes aging transport infrastructure, road, bridges, rail, airports, and ports. That will benefit construction equipment and construction materials-related companies. Furthermore, also green infrastructure as a subset of that is a key component of the EU recovery plan tied to energy transition, as well as in the U.S. within infrastructure spending proposals, a significant proportion is allocated to supporting electric vehicle and green power generation development, as well as retrofitting buildings to be more energy efficient. Beneficiaries of both plans, EU and U.S., include the EV supply chain and companies providing energy efficiency solutions for buildings, plus utilities pivoting aggressively towards green energy. And finally, of course, aerospace, which goes without saying. Now we can move to the digital infrastructure side as opposed to traditional infrastructure. This is important, especially after what we've seen in the last few years. And let's start off with the most obvious semiconductor equipment companies. They're at the heart of AI, 5G, and other trends. And they're the biggest beneficiaries of the current shortage of chips across different industry verticals as well. These companies together with Intel will also benefit from the US $50 billion CHIPS Act. Secondly, within digital, cloud-related CapEx plays. Cloud CapEx we know is going to grow in 2021, driven by hyperscaler spending. Amazon's Q1 2021 spend surged 78% year-on-year, for example. 
With U.S. cloud sales expected to grow at 30% annually on average over the next few years, CapEx related to cloud functions should rise accordingly. Beneficiaries include data center REITs and cloud semiconductor names. 5G-related CapEx plays as it's a third area, and we're having a global rollout of 5G, which is accelerating right now globally. Finally, software. Investment in software driven by the demands of remote working and companies' desire to digitize and automize their processes in order to boost productivity is a key long-term trend that we also like for the medium term. Look for a variety of plays across both traditional and digital infrastructure in the coming months. Thank you for your time, Prashan. Once again, it is great to get your insights on the third theme, Capex Goes Boom. And a very big thank you as well to the audience out there listening to this podcast. Like, share, and subscribe to our podcast channel. To be sure to receive our audio content every week, please search for BNP Paribas Wealth on the podcast platform of your choice, such as Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Spotify, or any other podcast providers. (laughs) 